happy to have Linda back. It's been a couple years um, since she showed here last. And um, Linda's a, a phenomenal teacher who um, has a relatively new body of work, which is really powerful, these, these portraits. And um, there's so much in there in terms of story and your own kind of digging into your roots um, at Lydia Island. So I'm excited for you to tell us about your I'm really happy to be here. I, I feel at home here in Homer and, and at Bunnell, and and um, really uh, have to give credit to to Asia um, um, in in starting this this uh, sort of pathway of, of self discovery. Really, um, I've been painting landscapes and I've done some figures and animals, but um, everything sort of came together um, with this um, show that created um, by by Asia, which was. Um, uh, titled Decolonizing Alaska. Um, are, are you familiar with that show? It was here and it's traveled around the state and, and, uh, and around the country. Um, it was a, a, a show of a native and non-native um, Alaska artists really looking at um, issues about uh, native um, culture and, and language, indigenous culture that was either you know repressed or lost and, and the need, need to find solutions in, in um, Restoring, recovering, um, and really just starting that, that conversation. It, it's, it's such a, a difficult um, um, thing to talk about, but 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 she started that conversation. Um, I um, was asked to participate, and I, I have a, a Alaska Native um, a heritage. My my uh, family on my mother's side is from from Kodiak. Um, they are Alutic and. Um, Russian Estonian at the time, Estonia I believe was part of the Russian Empire. So I have that sort of dual European, um, the, the the colonizer and the the, the last native colonized Aleutic um, culture. Uh, my mother was was born in um, Karlak, uh, a, a small village. Well, at the time it was quite a, 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 a thriving um, village in, in in Kodiak, and it, it, was, it was still there. Um, of course, that was during the, the Russian, Russian occupation. Uh, so my grandparents and aunts um, spoke uh, Aleutic, uh, Russian. Um, they had a very sweet um, uh, accent, a little bit of little bit of Russian and a little bit of uh, Aleutic, and, and English, of course. And that was a big part of my childhood. I grew up in Anchorage, um, but I spent a lot of time with them. I, Certainly identified with um, that part of my background uh, more than anything. Is, is those years of Korea with my with my Aleutic um, family. So with with uh, decolonizing, I had to really you know sit down and um, spend more time thinking about my art, um, my 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 ancestors, and um, basically it's just the the painting I produced was a um, a. Russian icon-inspired portrait, is similar to, to what you're seeing here, uh, and also looking at um, Aleutic um, spirituality, which is quite deep and very interesting, um, and um, taking Aleutic culture and the, the Christian, you know, European culture, and melding them together in a very, uh, I hope, would be a, a non-divisive and, and way of, of saying this, these are cultures. Um, and that have, uh, have have clashed. One one of was was repressed and considered lesser, 
the other was, was held above. Um, and I wanted to sort of equalize that um, playing set, um, taking the, 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 the stance of, um, of identity and quashing the other, you understand? And it's, it's um, sort of my approach to, to the decolonizing or some people call it uh, indigenizing in, in, in a way of, 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 of recovering this, this um, incredibly rich um, uh, language and, and culture and spiritual tr traditions uh, worldview. Uh, I think it's really important. And, and making it, bringing it back to, to part of our, our world, our global culture, you know, is, is part of all of us, you know. So um, that um, started that journey, and I've been working on these icon portraits, and every, every time I uh, do a new series, I, I learn something new. And um, I, th I think for a lot of artists, the, you might think that we have an idea and you have an idea, and it was like, I'm going to go paint that. I'm going to go express that idea. And actually, I think for many of us, it's, it's the other way around. You know, um, we, we take in or absorb everything around us, and then we, we go to the easel or, or to, you know, to the, the potter's wheel or, or to our sculpture. And as we're creating this work, we discover things. We discover new things um, that we hadn't planned on. And that's, you know, a big part of, of this show is um, with these with these icon portraits and, and reading more and speaking more to, to, to people that um, are part of this culture uh, by my uh, allergic background of understanding um, their worldview. Um, and I found out that it, it coincides very much with, with my own ever since I was little. And um, that basic tenet that um, uh, every, everything, uh, everything, inanimate and animate, uh, living and, and not living, um, contains a spirit and spiritual energy. Um, the Lucha people went so far as, as to say that everything actually had a, a soul, as, as a human soul. So there's no differentiation between uh, a human soul and, and, and a, a, uh, an animal, you know. Um, and that's, that soul um, was called Sua. Um, and there are many indigenous cultures that have, um, you know, have, have this idea of animism. That everything contains a spirit and soul, and you respect the the, the air, the water, the, the land, um, and and everything is is connected. Um, and it may sound like a stereotype, you know, maybe, you know, but but I really believe, and even as a, as I was a child, um, I had that that feeling, that that knowledge already, you know, and it's. Through my painting, I've discovered, yes, that, that is the way I see things. And when I paint, I am looking for um, that, that connective um, spiritual energy that is in everything and that connects everything. So that is sort of the, the driving force. So the icon portraits uh, illustrate that. But the, the landscapes also um, that I've been doing for much longer um, also reflect that... Um, that um, sort of dynamic between light and shadow, the, the, that reciprocity in, in, um, in colors, light and dark, and warm and cool. Um, however, the, everything um, connects. And so I, I, my intentions are to make paintings that are uh, meditative, you know, that you can look at and um, spend some time looking at. I'm not really telling any, any, any stories, especially in my landscapes. It's mostly a, a, a place that is um, th that shows that that connectivity.
So that's sort of my journey with, um, with the uh, icon portraits. I've been doing this for um, probably three, three years, three or four years. Um, the elements in the, in the paintings, um, you'll see Madonna, uh, mother figure. Um, I believe the last Native women have, are very powerful and uh, contain a lot of spiritual energy. The, the animals um, just represent that um, connection to our, our fellow creatures and um, that care. And, and also the, um, the belief, especially with the Luchics, they believe that animals um, uh, acted as uh, sort of uh, intermediaries between the spiritual world and, and the natural world. And they, they uh, have messages and could tell us you know, certain things. Especially uh, birds were especially considered um, messengers, and uh, you'll see in, in the the halo uh, was, is embellished with um, uh, items from uh, inspired by Aleutic masks and um, a couple. Of, if, if I'm working with a, a particular uh, native woman that I know and I know her culture, uh, I'll speak to her and she'll tell me about herself, and uh, you'll see some you know, specific you know Yupik or Anupiak. But um, a lot of them are just um, sort of my own, um, uh, you know, creations that, that I've that I've taken, you know, inspired by by the animals and the, and the landscapes um, around them. Um, you'll see like this painting over here. Um, these are actually inspired by Aleutic masks that um, were were taken from Kodiak um, in the late eighteen hundreds by a French. Um, nobleman and explorer, taken back to uh, to France and uh, relatively recently been rediscovered. Uh, this is the the uh, Pinart collection, same Alphonse Pinart. And, and you know about this; it's pretty amazing. Um, these are masks that were um, collected and, and donated to a museum in France, and um, basically put away and not really seen the light of day until recently. And um, the, there were people in Kodiak that heard about them, heard, heard about these masks, and, and um, eventually worked their way to, to France to see them. And there was some uh, exchanges where some of the masks were, were um, taken back to Anchorage for a show, and, and of course, um, not of course, but they, they were, were on a loan by um, the, French, the French government. But um, it was very emotional uh, for the stories I've heard of, of the uh, Olympic artists from Kodiak that went to France to visit these, this, this collection. So anyway, there's the, um, on her um, mask over here, um, on her, um, in her halo are the, the, um, some of the masks. Um, she's also wearing a, a, a typical Olympic um, dress. Um, the, the child is, um, represents a, a European child, much, much, um, like myself, you know, the way that I look, I, um, you know, like I said, my my um, um, my ancestors are, are both um, uh, Russian, Estonian, and and and, and Aleutic. So you know, we we carry you know both both cultures with us, and um, the people in Kodiak have, have um, many people have, have really uh, held on to um, the traditions of the. Um, uh, Russian Orthodox Church, and it's um, very special for them. And um, I, I'm really I'm happy that the Aleutic um, 
museum uh, and uh, archaeological repository, they spend a lot of time um, uh, creating a, a space to to learn about a, a little culture, a little language, sample language program. Um, let's see what else. Um, Basically, that's that's the story of these paintings. And if, if you see things, I will say, well, it's, it looks, it reminds me of um, uh, South American art. Or, or I'll just tell you, I um, initially studied biology. I had a degree in biology. I always loved art since I was little. I got in trouble for painting and drawing on things. But I, um, I love science as well and nature. And got a degree in biology. But then I really wanted to be an artist. So. Um, at the time I was living in Chile, I lived in Chile for 18 years, so there's, there may be some South American influence there. Um, I studied art um, in, in Chile, um, that's where I lived, like I said, for a long time. And, um, and then I have this, you know, uh, Alaska, a very deep Alaska, uh, Olympic background. So those, those are all my influences, and, you know, feel free to ask me questions about any of the things here. There's Symbolic um, representations in, in the icons, um, anything you want to know about technique or, or background. Mm -hmm. right. Yes, yes. It, like, uh, your work's pretty far out. just want to say thanks for sharing. Now, it's kind of thinking it's, uh, you're obviously on a journey. In, like, in terms of colonization of our Alaska Native folks and kind of unpacking decolonization, Along your journey, have you had any kind of like aha moments or like shifts of kind of thinking, or that might be shareable? Um, yes, um, I remember I was reading a, a, a passage um, by a um, a, a Lutic, um, um man, uh, Sven uh, Hackinson. I don't know if you know him. He's a PhD. He's a little boy from Kodiak, and he's got a PhD. He started the Asian Museum. He's, and he was telling a story about um, uh, some, of the, some of the elders had told him about um, life before that first ship pulled up to, to the island, you know. And it, just to kind of put you in that place of you have this culture, um, seven thousands of, of years worth of, of culture, and, it, and this um, ship pulls up, you know, into, into your bay. And um, what happened? You know, from 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 at that point, and 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 he describes um, listening to an elder, and also he's from the the village in which they they established one of the first Russian colonies, and there was a terrible uh, uh, massacre at that at that site, and I, I finally realized, for me personally, from my family, because I always. Um, Felt that there's like there's a lot of secrets. People don't talk about things. There's a, there's a you know a family dynamic that I don't really understand. You know I'm talking about my aunts and they don't want to talk about the past. They don't want to. Um, uh, they're not necessarily happy that I'm exploring it. It's like picking at a, at a wound. And then I, I finally realized um, why. And you know you hear about um, sort of this uh, inherited um, uh, uh, trauma. You know that um, that is passed on, um, they say, could be passed on genetically, but, but culturally too. And I began to understand a little bit of my family dynamics. I mean, it seemed normal, but there was a certain not wanting to talk about the past. And in um, the subsequent, you know, uh, the colony, the brutality, the, uh, 
it was very, very brutal. I think um, the the first, you know, uh, the Russian fur trade, um, the p- people of of the, of, um, the Lutic chain in the, the Kodiak, Kodiak area were were brutalized. It was basically genocide, and it was very, very. I think it was like seventy to eighty percent of the population that was exterminated by disease and by violence, and um, the uh, the men were taken away to work on the um, um, the, the fur um, uh, fur trade boats. The Russians um, at the time weren't really familiar with how, how to hunt for otters and sea lions and things like that. So they were basically enslaved, and the children and women were had to fend for themselves. And that's that's a pretty deep trauma, um, and no one's talked about it in my family. Um, I know this goes back years, but this, this is. The realization that my my mother and my grandmother and my great grandmother and so on they are survivors of that period, and it can kind of explain a little bit of my own family dynamics. And that that's the a recent that's a very recent discovery for myself, and that in turn affects me, you know, and and how I see the world. Mm-hmm. So and that that's that's the negative side. There's also some very beautiful. Um, you know, experiences with my um, my grandparents and, and my grandmother's um, view of the world and um, everything. You know, picking up rocks. You know, she she would have a rock, and that rock would, would, would be comforting. You put it in your pocket. And I had a little rock too in my pocket. So you know, from a very young age, I had the feeling that every, everything had a spirit and was was to be seen that way. So, but thanks. Good question. Any other questions? Yes. So how many Madonnas are you going to complete? I mean, there's a lot of little animals beneath the Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) So are you going to keep on going? Or or do you have a limit with that? I I, I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, uh, I will probably do more, you know, but I've... um, like any artist, I'm really kind of stubborn, you know. Like I, 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 I want to, to to look at the next thing. I want to move on, or maybe take what I'm doing now and relate to something else. Um, I want to learn. I want to keep going. And um, as, as long as these pieces are something that that I'm inspired and passionate about, which I do, um, I will continue to do them. But um, I, um, I do have spent some time in rural Alaska. And um, as artist in residence, and, and I was I was just in Shishmaref um, like a, um, a month ago, and it just occurred to me that the the children there um, uh, they're so amazing. Um, there's, they have they have a certain energy, you know, that I, I can't describe, and a certain um, way of, of dressing, and, and just they're the, in Shishmaref it was during spring, and it also melted. They're out um, on. Um, on, on, on their bikes and uh, skateboards, and this incredible eclectic, um, you know, just like flowered tights and big parkas and <laughs> colorful hats, and and they just have this like you know, I don't know what it is, just uh, a sense of, of being. And I, I would like to maybe um, explore that. I, I started a little bit with this um, portrait back here, which is um, based on a. a a young lady from um, uh, from Chuck and she had the little um, animal hat, which is on a bike. She's riding her bike, and she had on um, pink tights. She's much younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> pink tights and 
Kaiju's on a bike, and she just stopped, and she's just looking at me, you know, and they're, um, uh, I don't know, there's, there's, there's something there that I want to explore. Um, uh, Can I ask yeah. you about yeah, that? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. You told me the title means the supreme being. Uh, yes, yes. Um, this, this painting is, is titled Elang Sua, which is, um, in, in the Aluchik, is considered the, the supreme being. Um, and often, uh, I, was, I was really inspired by these. There were some uh, uh, artifacts that were taken out of um, uh, Karlik, uh, this ex- big, big excavation or, um, archaeological, and there was this, this wood panel and had um, these concentric um, circles, which are very common in, in Native culture, um, which which basically are the different layers of, of the universe. Um, the, the center being, the, the, the center being, the, the, the all-knowing um, being. And um, in that uh, panel, there's the concentric circles, and in the middle there's a space, and you can see the eyes, the nose, the mouth, and then there are these rays that come out, you know, like looking and watching. So um, this little girl with her animal hat, the animal does have those little all-seeing rays, so, um, so she 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 embodies to me the supreme being, and um, why not this 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 amazing little girl, you know, as as a supreme being with her little um, little Martin, um, her little spiritual Martin that that um, she keeps with her. <laughs> Are these all portraits of of real people? Um, this one is inspired in a real person. Um, the rest are just portraits that, that evolve. I start out with something and it turns into something else. Um, but there's there's one there's one that is inspired by a person. That's this one over here. Um, she who runs with wolves. Uh, this is a, a, a Sarah Whalen Dunn. Um, she is Inupiaq and uh, lives in Anchorage. And um, she with. Um, other um, Native women, uh, Holly Norlin, this, uh, uh, one of her um, colleagues, they have been um, uh, bringing back um, the, uh, the ancient tradition of the um, uh, facial tattoos with women. Uh, the women would tattoo each other, um, and you often see the, the chin, chin tattoos of some facial. And she, she and Holly both um, have, have been sort of, uh, bringing to light this. this um, traditional culture and tattooing women all over the world. <laughs> You'll see much more of it. It's really beautiful. Anyway, this is um, Sarah, and I talked to her and uh, asked her, uh, you know, which, which animal do you identify with? And she just immediately said a wolf. So that's, that's, um, and that's a, a blood, um, the uh, wolf, blood red, uh, supermoon uh, eclipse oh, that we yes. just had, you know, uh, this year. That's, uh, that is the, uh, the eclipsing moon, and um, that is the story of, of, of that, that painting. But but the rest are really um, just based based on one person and and, and just a, uh, aggregates of people that I've met anyway. The amount of time you spend on each and also um, layering. <coughs> okay, good, good question. There's um, it, a lot of it. Just depends on. Um, how the, the painting develops. Uh, sometimes it, it just immediately um, you put in the first the first composition, and, and that's what you want. Um, but most of what I do is, is uh, uh, there's a lot of trouble, troubleshooting. There's a lot of um, sort of the painting instructs me, and and sometimes that takes a long time. 
could take you know three months, uh, whereas one painting might be done, um, can be done uh, in, in in a shorter period of time. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of um, letting the oil dry, coming back and, and working with details and working with um, colors. But there's a lot lot of modification as well. So the, the you know short answer is is that. Um, it depends. <laughs> are they water-based oils? Um, no, no, they're they're oils. Um, they're most of them um, have a um, first layer of um, acrylic or latex paint, mm -hmm. and actually most of them are latex. Um, like this one here, the um, anipa, which, which um, means owl, uh, the snow owl in in, in Yupik, is um, that pink is actually um, latex, which is which is like, like house paint. And you can really keep that that bright um, bright color, so that that color will you can see in our cheeks, and it sort of pushes through the oil. Um, at this one over here, the, the bear also has that um, green, uh, pink um, latex um, underpainting. And then after that, I paint with the oils on on, on top of the, the acrylic and the latex. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Can I can I just say one thing, if you don't mind? Mm -hmm. um, one of them was Linda's still husband wet. Graham. One of them was still wet when we brought it down yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a forever uh, tweaking and touching paintings. Uh, you have to rip them out of my hands before they go anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they, they dry pretty fairly quickly for, for oils, actually. Especially with the panels. The panels really suck up a lot of the oil. Um, what was the other layering. question? The layering. Yeah, yeah. Acrylics and... And what is a panel? What's a panel? Uh, a panel is a, it's um, usually a masonite that um, has the, uh, with gesso, with layers of gesso. So the, all, the, all the portraits are um, uh, panels, and they're, most, most of the, the landscapes uh, are on, on canvas. And uh, some of the last, small landscapes, landscapes are on, are on panel. And I like that, that sort of smooth texture that you can really get some nice color transitions um, and subtleties in, 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 in color. Yes? So uh, whether it's portraits or landscapes, do you paint from life or photo or memory imagination? A little bit, a little bit of both. Um, I have to say that, it, that um, I rarely do um, a sketch um, beforehand. You know, say like this is what I'm going to paint and then Put it on. I, I, I have I have sketches. I'll, I'll go out and I'll, I'll sketch what I see, and I take a lot of photographs. And, and that way, I, I sort of start. I understand the terrain. I understand how, how mountains work and light. And um, but I, I found that if I take a sketch and and try to paint it, um, it's 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 like you're working against something, you know. Because it, it's um, there's a, a lot to be um, discovered on the canvas that a sketch will will stop you from doing it. And so there's a basic idea. Um, usually I start out with a color in mind. So I know that um, this painting, I'm, I really want to explore um, like that particular color of yellow, that lime green, and what colors work with it. And, and the landscape is a, you know, sort of a, a template or, or, or a, a platform you know, to, to explore that, you know, and, and you know, this is the same thing with the with the ice. Um, ice is a, I can I choose the colors first, and then I, I, I take the ice and I I experiment with how I, I can take the colors 
this ice is so transparent and, and it's reflective and it picks up light, but it also has a form. So it's, it is a wonderful vehicle for everything, really, for everything with painting. It has it's sort of a feeling of a person or entity, right? It's a personality, it's floating, it's moving along, it's changing. Got an attitude. Um, they might you have aggregates, you know, families, and they might be alone. So you know these um, sort of the uh, landforms or the geomorphology that I'm looking at is is also um, a, a, a way for me to, to to play with painting as well. There's there's that that side of it too. Mm-hmm. What are the kind of responses you get from the native population when they see your Madonnas? Um, I I had um, mostly mostly really good uh, response. Um, in fact, uh, I've had responses from um, Russian Orthodox priests uh, that like what I'm doing. Um, I had a show in the state state museum. I was you know worried because this is you know, all this is. Um, you know, the symbols of, 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 of religion. You know, people can get very touchy about it. And, um, so I, I've had a good response to that. I, I, I mentioned my, my family. I've, I've had, you know, a, a family member in particular who um, just didn't like me talking about the family. And I think that comes from the that, that inherited trauma of my relatives were all taught not to talk about that bad thing happened, you know, a long time ago. So that, that, um, the Allergic Museum has purchased two paintings, and actually three. They have two, um, uh, icon portraits, uh, and, um, and, and two landscapes. And, and, and two, two, two landscapes. They actually have four paintings. So from that side of it, and, and the social media, I, I get a few little barbs here and there, um, <laughs> you know, like, 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 who are you? And um, you know, you don't represent me. That kind of thing. And then, you know, my response is um, that I, that I would love to to go and and, and, and speak and, and let's talk about this. This is, this is this is about our culture. This is about the Christian and Native culture and our histories. And um, and that that's where I where, where I leave that. But they were just little, little like little nudges, you know. And I I. I I understand and respect that, but for the most part, um, they understand that I'm not um, using Christian icons. They, the Christian icons are part of my culture, and it's part of all of, all of our culture. I'm, as music, Aluchi Museum said, that I'm, I'm asking people to, to see Aluchi culture on the same level as, as Christian culture. And that these are, are two uh, worldviews and religions that coexist, and coexist physically um, with people, um, and that um, we should acknowledge it and honor that. So that that is my view. And if I were to see them in person, I would tell them that we would have a hopefully a, a productive conversation about that. But I'm you know, open to anyone's opinions. You want to talk to me? You know, you want to have questions? Um, thank you comments. so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you.